Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today we are heading to Virginia to chat with Tony Shiloh. Tony is a mother, wife, and award-winning author who has also served in the United States Air Force. A new book, The Love Script, is out now. So welcome, Tony, to the RV. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to traveling with you. Yes, I was super excited to have you in the RV. And Tony, you met your husband while serving in the United States Air Force. Is that correct? That's correct. Did you too? have a Top Gun moment, or was it more of a series of missed signals and accidental collisions? <laughs> I love that question. That's awesome. Um, I actually think it was kind of more along the lines of like that instant love. Um, we saw each other, um, went out to dinner as a group with a bunch of other airmen. Um, but then we started talking during the dinner. And then afterwards, we kept talking. And the rest is history. We stayed together ever since. Wow, it was simple like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and in total, how long did it take for you to get married? Um, it took two years only because life kept getting interrupted with deployments. Mm -hmm. And now you have two kids and published many books. Out of curiosity, how many books did you publish so far? Because I checked your website and there are so many books there that I was a bit confused. Um, I, honestly, I'm a little confused sometimes too. I think I'm actually, I think the love script is number 29. So <laughs> that's where I'm at so far. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Definitely a dream country to be able to write full-time. For how long have you been a full-time writer? Um, I started in 2014. I actually made a New Year's resolution to myself. Um, probably the very first time I've ever made one and kept one. I decided I would go ahead and write a book from start to finish instead of just starting them and like pushing them away. Um, and I did it by the end of the year. I, I had my first book and I just, I, I guess, caught the fever and I kept writing after that. Uh -huh. That's a good New Year's resolution. As an accomplished author with a remarkable collection of books, as you said, tw 29, 
I'm curious to know if writing has always been a lifelong aspiration for you. So has the desire to become a writer been a long-standing passion or did it develop later on in your life? It definitely developed later on in life. Um, I've always been a huge reader since childhood. Um, and I may have dabbled in like poetry as a teen, but I never really was, I guess, assured that I could write until I um, was an adult. And after I did my military service, I went back to college to get my English degree. And that's when I really caught the bug of writing um, when I took creative writing classes. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this all the time. <laughs> In the beginning, when you started the writing, did you believe that you could be as successful as you are now? Wow, that's a great question. I actually, I didn't. Um, you know, my creative writing professor was really nice and said that I was really... Uh, I was a really good writer, but I was like, are you telling me that as a professor or like you really believe that? Um, and I had other people who read some of my stories um, that really didn't think I would go the distance. Mm -hmm. And I think them saying no is what kind of fueled me to prove them wrong and be like, you know, I'm going to study this. I'm going to devote time. I'm going to keep reading so I can learn by reading. And I just kind of dived headfirst into it. And now I'm here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And what was the inspiration behind your book, The Love Script? And could you share this story be behind it with us? I would be happy to. Um, I had recently finished writing some royal romances And I set them in an African location. And I was like, okay, I want to go back to the U.S. Um, for my next series. But I kind of wanted to keep that high profile um, aspect of the story. So I was like, well, we don't have royals in America. So what could I do? And my first thought was celebrities. Like everyone loves celebrities. Um, and so I started thinking about a celebrity actor who... Um, was a Christian and maybe he was getting into some trouble with the media. And from there I thought of, well, he needs someone to ground him. So I thought of my heroine, um, he was a hairstylist, a very, you know, kind of sassy, um, lives a normal life. And I thought, well, what would happen if they had to date um, to save his reputation? And that's where the love script idea came from. And um, when did you publish this book? Is it your latest book? It's my latest book. Um, it was published in August 2023. Um, so yeah, the latest. Okay. And if you had, I'm asking because I'm thinking about a movie, a rom-com movie with you know, about this book. So if you had to select actors to bring your characters to life, which actors would you choose for the main roles? Oh, great question. Um, I love actually looking at inspiration photos when I'm um, 
brainstorming a new story. So for the heroine, um, I think Danielle Brooks, um, she plays in Orange is New Black. Yeah. I think she would be great for my heroine. And then for my hero, oh my goodness, I can't remember his name, but he was in the movie with Queen Latifah, which is a taxi driver. It was her boyfriend. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your protagonist, Navia Richards? And I want to know if she is inspired by a real person. Ooh, See, she's completely made up um, in my head. Um, Navia Richards came into my mind as someone who I saw as down to earth. Um, she loves making people feel beautiful. Um, that's why she wants to be a hairstylist. She also doesn't like the limelight and she prefers to be behind the scenes. So, you know, making up the next beautiful actress or actor um, is her calling. Unfortunately, her parents don't really agree with her profession. They're both educators and they would have rather go into the education profession. So, you know, throughout the love script, we see Nevea basically not standing up in a disrespectful way, but showing her parents why being a hairstylist is the best thing for her and for basically how, you know, God made her. Mm-hmm. How did Nevea and Lamar meet? But what happens is uh, Lamont's mom um, had breast cancer. And so he wanted his to pamper his mom and he hired Nevea to be his mom's hairdresser, you know, through the whole process of her going through the chemo. And then once her hair starts growing back in. So that's how they met. So romantic. So it all starts. But I think it's kind of, let's say, stars never I don't know if they bond with regular people (laughs) (laughs) do you see it happening in real life uh, Tony you know I think sometimes like you know for people who live in California or other areas where celebrities are more frequent I think yes they do bump into each other but more of a in the fan coming up to the celebrity saying you know can you sign my autograph kind of thing um I'm not sure if it's as easy as just hiring a hairdresser (laughs) yeah and Tony uh can you share with our listeners a memorable moment or experience from your journey as an author so far something that it happened to you and made you feel happy or an awkward situation? I don't know, something you feel like sharing with us? Um, Yeah, I actually, I'll share the time I won my first award. Um, I wrote this book called In Search of a Prince about a teacher who finds out she's a secret princess to an African nation. Um. And I had so much fun writing it. I wrote it through the pandemic. Um, and it was my book I wrote after I almost decided to quit writing. Um, but, you know, my friends cheered me on. I wrote the book during the pandemic and then it was published. And a lot of people loved it. Um, and it's always great when, you know, readers say they love the book. Um, but then it went out for an award and I... Um, when they announce the finalist, 
my name wasn't mentioned. And so I figured that I didn't final. I That was it. So it was ceremony night, their announcement on live. I think someone did like a Facebook feed so we can hear everyone. And then after they announced all of the categories, they said they had a special category. It was the Amplify Award, which was the first ever time they had this category. And it's to uplift um, BIPOC authors who write diverse characters. And then they said the winner of the award was me. And like the whole crowd went like, and I was watching online. I wasn't there in person. So it was, it was unreal. Like I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And my phone started, you know, chiming with all notifications as my other author friends are going, did you hear they called your name? Um, So it was just a wonderful moment that will probably stick with me until I'm old. Yeah forever and I'm sure your kids were very proud of you I hope so (laughs) actually I told you I visited your website and I saw this amount of books you published and I'm I I want to know how do you manage and overcome writer's block and creative challenges when they (laughs) arise or Maybe you are going to tell me, I don't have writer's block, Lucia. <laughs> so not true. I totally do get writer's block. Um, I'm, there's always creative challenges either. I feel like the characters don't talk to me or the story isn't working for some reason that my mind can't figure out. There's always that thing that just makes you stare at the computer in frustration going like, why aren't you working? Like, where are the words? Um, and in those moments... I have a few things I do. I always pray um, and ask God for help, for wisdom to get me through this, um, wisdom not to quit. Because, you know, um, a lot of creatives, I think, go through this. You doubt yourself. You're like, why am I doing this? They're going to figure out I'm a fraud. Um, All of those lies that aren't true. Um, I'll also tell my closest writer friends, I'm like, you know, I'm having trouble with this. I don't know how to get out of it. Like, is it me? Am I just doubting myself? Or is there something really wrong in this spot? Or they'll brainstorm with me. I'm like, what happens next? I have no clue what comes next. And so I was like, okay, let's think about it. Um, And then um, chocolate. Chocolate always helps as well. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I love eating chocolate when I'm having writer's block. Actually, what I do is I eat chocolate. I try to eat 85% chocolate. And then after that, I regret and I go for a walk. <laughs> when I come back, I can write like maybe 500 words, 30 minutes. But chocolate always helps. And Tony, what is next for you? Tell me about, I'm sure you are writing another book. Um, I actually have uh, another release coming out in September called You Make It Feel Like Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is a Christmas story about a girl who returns home jobless um, and all her brothers and siblings are highly successful and she's the baby of the family. Um, And she's not looking forward to going home because her older sister, one of her older sisters is getting married to her ex-boyfriend 
Um, so going home isn't fun. <laughs> With her ex-boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend, yes. I wouldn't be excited to go home, neither. <laughs> what is your protagonist's name? Her name is Star Lewis. Um, her and her siblings were all named um, with Christmas in, in mind. So um, there's Noah, there's Eve, or sorry, not Noah, there's Noel, Eve, um, Gabe, Angel, and Star is the baby. And their mom loves Christmas. Um, talking about like, Christmas decorations are out in November. The house is decorated from head to toe. The outside's decorated. Um, and only, I don't, I think I made only two of the siblings actually have December birthdays. Everyone else is born different months of the year, but they still got the Christmas names. Mm -hmm. And do you like Christmas time? I do. I love it. I watch Hallmark movies. I'm bringing out the, you know, Hallmark Christmas mug, like the mm -hmm. whole shebang. <laughs> I love Christmas movies. I can binge yes. the whole day. And when is this book coming it's, out? It comes out, I believe, September 15th. In September. And before we finish our interview, I would like to know if you would like to leave a message to our listeners today. Thank you. I would love to. Um, I just want to thank you guys for your time, for listening to us as we've been traveling. And I just pray that whatever road you're on, that it leads to happiness. Yes, thank you very much. And Tony, where can we find you and your books online? You can find me at TonyShiloh.com. Um, all my books um, are up on the website, um, links to retailers and my social media if you wish to follow me as well. I'm following you already on Instagram. Oh, thank you. I followed you back. <laughs> thank you. So, Tony, I just want to say thank you very much. And I'm waiting for you in September. And it was a pleasure to speak with you today. Oh, it was definitely a pleasure to speak with you as well. Thank you. And I would like to leave a message to our listeners Tony is going to be featured in our magazine in June. So just check out our website, www.relatable-media.com. It's free of charge and you, you can see Tony's articles, her book, and also her socials and website link there. So it was a pleasure again to speak with you and... I wish you all the best. Thank you. Blessings to you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.